0: small for a long overdue episode of follow your spirit her and i recorded a uh, post uh, or an off-season podcast that didn't quite make it to production because my software crapped out on me Uh, i have new software that seems to be working uh so fingers crossed jordan thanks for getting up at a uh a, a what i think to be an earlier hour for a college student in joining me
1: yeah. Thanks for having me. Of
0: course. How, 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 what's the walking distance from your dorm to your class?
1: Mm, I can get there probably in five ten minutes.
0: Five, 10 minutes. That's not bad yeah. at all. All right. So we are obviously, uh, we're here to discuss, uh, some big news in women's soccer, um, and sports really. Um, I was actually kind of surprised at how many different outlets picked up this news uh ali krieger has been officially traded to the orlando pride and that's the first time i said it out loud that's um that hurt a little uh jordan what were when you saw dan Loletta's original leak of rumor did you believe it
1: uh, sort of. Just because it was something that I kind of had been preparing for since Orlando was announced as a an expansion team. Uh, but just after the season that they had, uh, the Spirit had had, I kind of was figuring that it was less likely to happen, but uh, wasn't completely surprised.
0: Yeah. Um. Ali got traded for pennies on the dollar, and I think, I think that has to be the most insulting part of this entire transaction. Is not only did we give up one of the best personalities and talents in sports, <clears throat> but we didn't get anything for. Her. We got the yeah. allocation we, – we got Orlando's uh, spot on the allocation list, uh, which was number two, on a list that was used once last season. So, so yeah. it's not like we are positioning ourselves to possibly get a decent talent. I mean, I guess, you know, there's a chance we could. But there's no evidence, at least from last season, that that's the case. I – Someone pointed out to me um, the other day that I, I – <clears throat> and I, I think that his theory is correct. Uh, Washington shopped a trade. She she said, "It's I want Orlando or nothing. They shopped Orlando, and Orlando knew that they didn't have to give much up to make it happen. Um, The sources say that she learned it from the Pride, which I think when I first read that, it seemed like she had first heard about the trade from the Pride. I think, there's a, I think that she first heard about it being official from the Pride. Yeah. I can't imagine that she first heard her own trade rumors from the team that was looking to get her. Um, that's just not how sports works. Um, I guess it's possible. Highly unlikely. So, I really don't think it's possible that uh, that she was unaware of the trade um, going into it. I think maybe maybe the Pride were the first to call and say it was official. Um, do we blame Bill Lynch? Are we going to believe the Are we going to believe the narrative around this that Bill Lynch is the root cause of Allie Krieger leaving?
1: I mean. I don't know. I feel like there that there probably is something that's there that we don't know about. And unfortunately or fortunately, uh, we probably will never really know what what it is. But at the end of the day, a trade comes from the GM, the coach. It's, It's typically not the owner that that really shops players around. So at the end of the day, that that ultimately comes down to Gabara. So that's, uh, I don't think, I think Bill Lynch is getting blamed for a lot when he probably didn't have too much. I mean, if he wanted somebody gone, I guess. But uh, I think he's getting slapped around for stuff that probably wasn't uh, all his fault.
0: So where I don't believe all of the Bill Lynch... Uh, drama is um, Monica and of course now I forget her last name do you remember? what's her last name <laughs> Monica if she listens to Esenwine, that's right man I can never <laughs> I've said her I've said her last name once so that's what uh, Monica Estonline interviewed her just before the national anthem incident and in that interview that didn't actually publish until after the um, the anthem incident, Allie Krieger has nothing but good things to say about Bill Lynch. so that was a <clears throat> they had a good relationship. Now I'm sure it could it obviously was damaged um, in some way or at least uh tethered with um with the national anthem incident, but I can't I can't imagine that they had any sort of bad grudge with each other based off of that. It could have been it created a sense of discomfort. Um, But I don't think that there was any animosity between those two individuals based off that one event. So I think that's where we're putting a little too much blame on Bill Lynch because Allie Krieger has always had good things to say about Bill Lynch. I mean, Allie Krieger has good things to say about everybody. I think that's one of the reasons why we love Allie Krieger. It's one of the reasons I loved following the spirit and and talking to them is every time I got a chance to talk to Allie Krieger – At the final, especially, she was just nothing but gushing happiness and pride for her entire organization. Uh, Man, what a loss. But um, this isn't good for the league. Like, this trade happening isn't good for the league. It's telling – I think it sends the wrong message that whether or not not there was any control on who we – like, who's – ended up really with the decision on who we did get. Who knows? Maybe Allie would have left regardless if we even didn't lock in a trade. Maybe maybe she was inspired to go somewhere else. Um, looking at this from a league perspective, Jordan, how do you think this impacts the culture in which players live in where, where just the where their, their value isn't matched in every transaction.
1: Well, I think that this is not the first time that we've seen it, but um, it, it almost seems like national team players can... And I'm not saying that this happens every time, and I'm not saying it's the case now, but it seems like national team players have a little bit more pull in where they're going, and that there's they're going to teams that don't have the full capacity to give something back in return without crippling their team. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't get a player at all, but um even looking back at the uh, Alex Morgan trade it was it was a similar situation where uh, Orlando basically gave up a lot of things just so that Portland would trade uh, Alex Morgan away. So I think it all depends on how you look at it, but it it seems like the national team players are not going to get full market back for what they're worth.
0: Yeah, I think that the – I think that there was – having no warm body in that transaction <laughs> is is robbery and I, I am appalled that the NWSL allowed that transaction to occur because it's not even like and I think the difference between like this allocation spot in other untangibles like the like draft picks and stuff like that is draft picks means I'm definitely getting a player in that position. But in this allocation list, it's if a player becomes available, and if we're interested in them, then we have uh, the second place say on whether or not we want them. Um, So there's no even guarantee that a warm body is going to come, like, be a part of this transaction on the side of the spirit. I want to point out something. This is my only... Look, I love Allie Krieger. I think she's an amazing character. I think she's an amazing personality. She's an amazing talent. I think that she mishandled her tweet about telling people not to pay attention to what was being talked about. Uh, It reads, let me be real with everyone. If you don't hear from me directly, please don't believe everything you read or hear. I'd appreciate it if you stopped assumptions, speculations on my football career. Thank you. Two reasons why this bothers me is it bothered me in real time because this is sports. This is just – it's what happens. You are a – you know, I I get the – I get that she wants to make it clear to everybody that um, she's not interested in hearing or dealing with all these rumors. But you're one of the biggest uh, players in women's sports, in U.S. sports, and arguably in sports all around. You're going to be talked about. And people are going to speculate your career, whether we know one thing or a million things about what's going on. What bothers me about it now, Jordan, is that tweet put so much hope back into spirit fans that the rumors weren't true. When you put out a statement saying, don't believe everything you hear, you're insinuating that what we're hearing is probably not true. Now, I think we all believed that something was going to happen with her, right? Like there was going to be some announcement made about Allie. Maybe she goes overseas. Maybe she does get traded. Maybe there's a, uh, I don't know. Maybe whatever it is. But the that tweet made I feel like made every Spirit fan believe that she that there was a better chance that she would be playing for the Spirit next season than not. And within days of that tweet being put out, we hear that the rumors are absolutely true that the, the Orlando Sentinel published uh, the trade, like saying that it's facts. And, and then a few days after that, it happens. And and not only did it happen, but it happened shafting the Washington organization. So, I I would like to hear your thoughts because you are you've been a fan longer of this longer than I have of the spirit. But as a sports fan, if I read that tweet, I believe there's hope that she's going to stay. I think that she did her fans a huge disservice by putting up that message.
1: Well, I think um, I it texted something to you that I felt better now that she had said that or something like that. Because honestly, I was like, oh that seems like she's going to stay. But, um, yeah, as a sports fan, I guess, trades come with with the game, and I think that there are trade rumors like this, that people are breaking stories like this. That means that the league is um, progressing and that it is becoming a bigger deal, that people care about, trades breaking that there is speculation about where players are going i th- i mean you see adam Shafter doing that in, for the nfl all the time it, it's that's what um sports is like that's just how it happens and i understand what she meant by it i think that there was a, a little bit different like I had a different meaning behind it a little bit in the fact that there was a lot of speculation on why she was getting traded and I completely understand why she put that out there because people were saying some really rude things about her but at the end of the day she she is a uh, an athlete, and she is playing professional sports, so it, it is going to come with the territory.
0: Yeah. Now, now that I've gotten done ranting about why I disliked that tweet, I agree with you that she was dealing with a lot more speculation around that trade than just the fact of the trade was happening, the reasoning, the the re, you know the people involved, stuff like that, um, and she. Has dealt with a lot of sort of online bullying, if you will, from fans on demanding knowing more about her and her personal life. So I think that she's even more guarded than most uh, public athletes. Um, One of the questions that came up immediately after the trade announcement was who will be the the Spirit's captain uh, next season? And it's, you know, you would, I think it's easy to think that maybe. Um, it's a position for Matheson to step up in because of her uh, tenure at um, at Washington. But I personally believe it's going to be Nairn, um, and you know that's not a stretch. Obviously, she was captain while Allie was out, and something that was that sort of went unmentioned that didn't go that went without mention in the finals. In the post in the post game press conference, it was Christine Nairn who sat with Jim Gabera and addressed the media um, about the game. And I thought that was huge. I thought that was a huge step of leadership, whether they asked her to or she volunteered, whatever it may be. That's a, that's a position none of those players wanted to be in. And she, she took one for the team there, I think. And I think that her leadership um, is strong enough. And I know, I know that Coach Gebera believes in her, and I expect her to be the captain uh, next year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. I think that um, Dinah Matheson would be a good choice, but I I agree that um, Naren should probably get it. Uh, something that I did find interesting um, with Matheson was um, how she heard about the trades. Actually, uh, this is from hard journalist uh, quote. I don't have any thoughts because I just heard it from you now. So uh that's that's pretty interesting to me but
0: yeah um, go ahead what, what do you keep, keep,
1: keep And then with Na- with Naren um I I think it's pretty telling that she goes over to the W League in Australia and gets named captain for Melbourne I think that that shows that she has the leadership to go overseas and play and still be named captain, I think um, that that's a great honor for her and that if she does end up resigning with the spirit, that sh- she will be captain.
0: Yeah. Um, absolutely. I think that I think the Matheson uh, part, it was sort of surprising, but going back to just how sports work, players are sort of... Are sort of um, I won't say uh, blocked, but you know, like they're they're not really consulted, right? In in big moves, like you, they would they may may talk to um, Krieger or Dunn or Nairn or Lohman. or, like you know Matheson. They may talk to a tenured uh, player who has experience, who's a big part of the team on the value of maybe one of the um, other players that maybe only have a year or or maybe acquiring a player, you know. Um, But they're not, you know, you would like to think that since Matheson has been there as long as Krieger has and, and, you know, they have chemistry that maybe she would have been more in the loop. But when it comes to marquee moves like this, players sort of find out the same way that fans do. Um, And the fact that, you know, that, you know there is a little less. Uh, you know Matheson doesn't really seem to be the social media hound that some uh, players are. So it actually it didn't surprise me that she was unaware um, of um, of the trade officially happening. Um, yeah. The one the one thing that I that I going back to Krieger's um, you know telling people to not really speculate about her career. The one thing I kind of can see happening is. I can see at the time of her putting that out her not being confident that the trade was going to happen. Yeah. And so putting that out there like calm down everybody like don't don't spread all these you know don't speculate so much and then boom it happened. So that that's the one scenario in which I sort of uh, or another scenario in which I can see that being more applicable is her know, you know, knowing that it's on a table, but not even confident it's going to happen, um, especially in the way that it did. Um, all right, let's uh, let's wrap up with um, you know, Dun LeBay uh, – um those are the only two ones uh, I'm going to mention. Dunn and LeBay are the, I guess, the other two players that we're curious about. LeBay, you and I have expected to leave. We haven't heard anything since you and I uh, we announced that we we expect her to um, step away. And then Dunn, in um, in Stephen Goff's piece, was mentioned to possibly be shopping uh, a a place in Europe. Um, you know, what do you do? you Did that surprise you when you when you heard that Crystal was shopping an overseas spot?
1: Well, a couple things um, on that. Uh, one thing that surprised me. She just purchased a home in Maryland, so I felt like the timing was a little, a little odd. But um, anything is really possible right now. This with the CBA happening um, and the possibility of that uh, changing and how it works. I think that um, it can be really, really different in how players are, like right now, they're forced to play in the league almost if they want to be on the national team. And I think with the CBA expiring that we will probably see more players go play overseas. Um, Maybe it's just a, a leverage The leverage thing right now that she could be like i'm going to go overseas if this doesn't get fixed so um that could be something that is just a bargaining piece it could be something that is really going to happen um i don't know i think we will see um a lot of things play out and a lot of rumors happen over the next uh probably two months
0: yeah well, fingers crossed. Every time that I go – so the, the at Spirit Coverage Twitter handle that I that I talk about Woso from, um, that is like where I experience women's soccer. When I switch back over to my personal Twitter account, there's – other than uh, a handful of personalities and players, I don't really see any women's soccer stuff. So uh, when I switch over to the Spirit Coverage Twitter handle – and I see people blow people blowing up about trade rumors and I see people like OMG and I'm drinking all the alcohol and was like what's going on what <laughs> what happened while I was gone um, so it's it could be you know at this point I would say that if if Krieger and LeBay are the worst of what happens of course Benini or, he, or he leaving you know it's a it's a that, like it's an off season, and I think we we definitely took a step back in the in the strength of the team. But like I told you, we still have a good team. You know, like yeah. we, we you know this team is still good, and so. Um, you know, some of the people talking about how, you know, the play- our playoff hopes are diminishing and stuff like that. Stop it. Uh, we got 9 out of 12 points when the Olympic players were gone. Granted, everybody exactly. else's Olymp- Olympic players were gone. But I think it showed that we have the strength and depth to, uh, to be able to play. So it's unfortunate that Allie Krieger left. I will be rooting for her every day that she's not playing the Washington Spirit. Um, and I'm confident that, you know, we, we still have a good team. Uh, you know, especially if uh, if Dunn uh, remains and, you know, Nairn resigns and all the things we expect to happen, um, we still have a top four team, I believe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't see... I mean, we have the depth, I think, for uh, these players to leave and not have a catastrophic uh, season from it. I think that it'll definitely be a fight for the top four, but I think it's it's manageable when you're returning a large number of core players. I mean, in, in any team, you're never going to have 100% retention. Like, that just doesn't happen. That's you know, not how sports work, I mean. But we are going to probably lose some big pieces. Um, we already have, but at the end of the day... I think we we still have our midfield. As long as that stays intact, I think we can build around everything else. As long as as long as there's one core piece still there.
0: And as we mentioned before, possibly the best midfield in the league. Yeah. You know that's um and a with a goalkeeper that performed in with the best of them. Uh, last season and a back line that continued to perform despite rotation and uh, a a set, a front line that it doesn't matter what set we put up there, they're going to find a way to score, someone will score so um, yeah, a lot of things to still be uh, optimistic about and no reason yet to believe that the Spirit won't contend for a playoff spot next season
1: Yeah, I totally agree
0: Jordan, get to class. I'm going to get to work. Hopefully, while we're, uh, hopefully the spirit don't surprise us with, uh, with any other unfortunate news, uh, in the near future. I think we need, all need to recover from this one first. But, uh, the next time that there's news, you and I will, will team up again and, and provide our thoughts.
1: Sounds good. <laughs>